Sports and Songs podcast. Today's January 9th, 2023. We're on season four, episode number nine. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you? Doing good. How about you? Good. We've got a sports uh, episode today. Sports only. In fact, it's going to be football only for the show, for the listeners yep. today. Lots of football. The college season's winding out, winding up. The pro season is heading into the playoffs. We got lots, lots going on, lots to talk about. Uh, the NFL finished up. They announced the brackets. The playoffs will be underway. There's a new thing called the Super Wild Card Weekend, Andy. That's their marketing name, yes. Yep, Super Wild Card. And so we'll get into that, I think, when we, you, uh, when we go through the previews of the games. But in the meantime, I got a trivia question. Trivia, which is also football-orientated. Yeah, we're going to focus on football. The uh, the Minnesota Vikings, you know, finished the season thirteen and four. Thirteen uh, or four, or was it? Yep, yep, yeah, seventeen games. So yeah, 13, okay, so thirteen and four with a negative point differential. We've been talking about this negative point differential for a long time. Um, I looked up today. The question here is the trivia question is: When's the last time two teams met in the postseason? that both teams had a net negative point differential in a postseason game in the NFL. When's the last time that's happened? Um, You you know, the Vikings will have it where they're kicking off uh, against the Giants on Sunday, and we'll get to the previews coming up here, but we'll also do the answer to the trivia question at the end of the show. Yes. Well, we must start off, must take our medicine and start off with FCS championship game. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, there it is. FCS. As you know, we, we pump up the bison here, and they're going to play the, the 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 bunnies, the jackrabbits. Um, we we do not make excuses like Viking fans. We don't make excuses like Yankees fans or other sports fans. Uh, when someone comes to our house, beats us up, and takes our lunch money, we admit it. And there it is. Um, you, now you said our house. Our, well, Fargo Frisco is, is Fargo South, so that was kind of our house. Kind of. You know? Yeah, I think the Jackrabbit fans may take exception to that, Andy. Yeah, well, and, but it's fair enough. Uh, Bison have, has been going there for so yeah, so long. Nine championships in eleven years. There it was kind of a home away from home. Now we watched um, this game together here in the studio. We, yeah. you know, we we took it in. Uh, we live tweeted, did some Facebook tweets because both of us were looking forward to this matchup. Yeah. And we know we had a whole host of NFL games on, but this was the game to watch. I mean, that second quarter was the breaker right there. Twenty four seven, South Dakota State outscored them. Um, that it was not poor defense on the Bison part. It was not. Really good offense on the South Coast part. Part it was a mix of everything. It wasn't just one or the other. I mean, it seems like that quarter the Bison just forgot how to tackle, or they were getting blown by too. But also they were just missing tackles. It was it was both. It was all over. Just the perfect storm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, congratulations to South Dakota State. They are, you know they were ranked point. number one nationally uh title game going up uh against the bison they were favored by five and a half went on to win it um very good very good game uh by them i must say they they, i didn't i don't remember them making even a mistake really throughout the game at all and some of the stats towards the end of the game are kind of blown up because of the score they're out of proportion so you know a couple of facts here 
South Dakota State, notable school record 14 game winning streak to end of the year 14 and 1 because they started the season that lost Iowa. Okay. Uh, 14 game winning streak, first national title, and their coach also received the Eddie Robinson Award. Um, if you don't know who Eddie Robinson is, a shame on you for not knowing your football history. He was a coach at Grambling. Um, it's an award given out to the best, well, it used to be Division Two, now Division One FCS coach. It's the FCS Coach of the Year Award. They call it the Eddie Robinson Award. So congratulations. Uh, the Bison lost their first FCS title game for the first time in nine championships since 2011. So hence, that's where I say our house down there in the Yeah, 9-0, now they're 9-1. Uh, tremendous record. Yes. A couple other FCS notes. Uh, season rankings ended. Uh, South Dakota State was number one. Bison will be two. Montana State ended the season at number three. And one of their notes, they're the Big Sky Big Sky co-champion has received at least an FCS semifinals and three playoff appearances since 2019. Okay. Well, that's, that's a team to watch, Montana State Bobcats. So keep an eye on them. Yeah, that's, kind of uh, that's, that's Tommy Malott. Yes. Uh, that group, they're very good, uh, good conference there as well and good team. Those are Those are fun teams to watch there. Yep, twelve and two overall, eight and zero in the Big Sky. So they're they're up there all the time. They just can't make that last step, which South, South Dakota State could for the last few years, and finally did. So, and the UIW Cardinals, uh, who the Bison beat again, will be the number four ranked team at the end of the year. And the Walter Payton Award goes to their their quarterback Lindsey Scott Jr. Um, I think that kid will probably be playing. He'll be on a team on Sundays next yes. year. He may not be playing. Um, is he going to go in the first couple days? No. If you watch the the kid from for the 49ers, that last pick who's playing right now, Pond, or, uh, Purdy? Purdy. Th- this guy might be like in that round, okay? He, he might go. He'll get a call. If he doesn't get drafted, he's going as a non-draft invitee if they do that for football. Okay. He will he'll be at a training camp next year somewhere, so good luck to him. And that's the Incarnate Word University. Yes. Okay. The school that the Bison almost took to the Bison in the first half of the semifinals, the team that was putting up 70 points a game, 60 points a game. So good, good team there. All right, the NFL, here we go. Here's how the AFC is lining up. Okay. You got uh, the LA Chargers in Jacksonville, and the winner there will go to Kansas City. Then the other games, you got Baltimore and Cincinnati. And Miami and Buffalo. That's your AFC brackets. On the right side, Dallas and Tampa. The winner gets to go to Philly. In the bottom half, you got the the New York Football Giants, and the Minnesota Vikings, and San Francisco and San Francisco. In the yes, bottom half, yes, there. Seattle at San Fran. All these should be pretty good games. Now, I saw yeah. a post, Andy. You made that three teams from the state of Florida all advanced. To the playoffs, yeah, Tampa, yeah, all three teams made it. So I was Miami, Jacksonville, yeah. Inter- interesting. Yes, tough to do, yeah. tough to do. Yeah. So here we go. Here's how the TV schedule goes. It's Super Wild Card Weekend, so it's all three days: Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So here we go. Saturday, four thirty, Seahawks at San Francisco, division rival game. So you know. Seattle nine and eight. They're hungry. They're getting in. Geno Smith, good quarterback. 
San Francisco's won 10 games in a row. This third-string quarterback's won five in a row or five or six in a row. He's throwing two touchdowns a game in every game. I mean, they're just video game-type numbers he's putting up. Fun to, um, watch. fun to watch. Yeah, he's fun to watch. The numbers say point spread. San Francisco is a 10-point favorite, which means they are favored to win by 10 points. Otherwise, Seattle covers. Um, there's money line if you're into that. The over-under is only 43 and a half. So yeah. um, I would say I would take San Francisco minus the points, and I'd take the over. That's just me. I think it, they're going to try to prove a point that they deserve to be there and everything else. So yeah, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Night game, Los Angeles Chargers at Jacksonville Jaguars. Who uh, won the last few games of the season? They got a 500 or above 500 record. Um, they had people last year coming to the stadium dressed in clown outfits, making fun of ownership and management, and now they're all singing the Khan family praises because they're in the playoffs. So, wow, nine and eight against ten and seven. Actually, the Chargers are favored by a point and a half. Okay. Um. Over-under of 47. Very rarely do you see them not have a .5 for the over-under because you don't want to push on stuff like this. Vegas make a killing if it's exactly 47. Um, but I like Jacksonville. I'll take Jacksonville minus the points. Um, but I'm not sure about the over-under. I'll, I'll probably go the under on that one. Okay. Miami and Buffalo, Sunday at 1 Eastern. That's noon for us here in Minnesota. Um, Miami, good team. They've just – I'm a Dolphins guy. Don't get me wrong. Tua's been in and out. They're 9-8. and eight. They're, Wow. Um, Buffalo's a 10.5-point favorite, 44.5 for the over, under. Buffalo's going to crush them. Now, That's, what's the weather going to be like? Any uh, outdoor I have not weather? heard. I have not checked okay, yet. Okay. Um, you know, but everybody always makes that excuse, oh, Miami playing in the cold weather and all this other stuff. But uh, I think the Bills are just going to crush them. Okay. The middle of the day game, because there's three games Saturday, so 3.30 here. Or... I'll tell you this right now. The way it goes for the playoffs, yes, it's all different networks. But they work together. This game will start after the first one's done. Okay. They don't like to overlap. Especially if there's an overtime, I think they just kind of push it back. It is what it is. But a rematch from a few weeks ago, the Giants and the Vikings. Giants 9-7-1. Vikes 13-4. Um, just a little side note here about the Vikings. I saw the other day that uh, Houston fired their head coach, Lovie Smith. Uh, mark this date down, the time down, timestamp this. Lovey Smith will be the Vikings defensive coordinator next year. Interesting. Interesting. I'm calling my that shot right now. Certainly be the case. Uh, I am calling my defense, shot right now. That's not a bad move. Um, you know, Lovey Smith, he's 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 always getting head coaching jobs but can never do anything. He had a good run with the Bears for a while, but then nothing, and he's a great D coordinator. Vikings are a three-point favorite. Um, the way it works in Vegas, usually if you're the home team, you automatically start as a three-point favorite. Yep. And then they base it off other things from that. So really, 
This is as close to a pick as you can get. This is a straight up, sure. But the over-under is 47 and a half, so they're expecting a lot of points. I don't know. Um, the Vikings won on a last-second 61-yard field goal last time. Yep. Giants been trying to prove all year. I don't know. The Vikes have a – they're going to be soft for me in their – Giants by five. There, I said it. Now the uh, the the fans will get a good morning and, and afternoon of tailgating in, so it could be a ruckus crowd yeah, there. It's three thirty, so you got some extra time there. My only prediction, Andy, is that I think the Vikings will fall behind early. That's not a stretch. What? They'll well, you're really going on a early, on that one. I, I think they'll make a comeback and uh, make a game of it. Um, All right. Yep. The night game at Cincinnati. Baltimore, Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are only favored by six at home. 43 and a half over under. I think the Bengals will win, but I don't know if they'll take if they'll cover the spread, as they say. Yeah, these these interdivisional games, you never know. Yeah. And Baltimore's well teams are 10 and 7, but wow, you don't know what Baltimore team's gonna show up. Harbaugh's a good coach. It's the playoffs. We'll see. Okay. And then Monday night, Monday night football, Dallas and Tampa, Dak and Brady, whatever other matchups you want to have with it. Tampa at home and Dallas is favored by three. Okay. And a half wow. I think Dallas is going to win and win handily. I really do. Okay. Now, okay. it wouldn't be a show without an episode of The Soapbox. Here we go. Yes. Now, I'm not going to get into the, my feelings on why or this, that, or the other thing. We're just going to spit facts, as the kids say. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, there was an issue in the Buffalo-Cincinnati game where it was stopped halfway through the first quarter. NFL said, we're not making up the game. Tough bounce. It is what it is. Because of that, Things came up where once if it's Buffalo and Kansas City for the AFC Championship, where will that game be played? Well, the decision for the game for is for a neutral site game, the NFL announced Thursday. Um, they have not announced where that site's going to be. But Cincinnati was given the one seed, but if they play Buffalo, you got to flip a coin for a, natural, or a neutral site. Why can't Kansas City be the home team? You gave them the one seed. Good point. Just saying. Good point. But now you want to find a neutral site game. So we need to look at the map. We need Dora the Explorer to get her map out and help oh, us yes. here. Now, if you recall from my video a couple weeks ago about uh, my trip to Monterey, I'm a fan of Google Maps. Okay. So here we go. I said, Google Maps, how far is it from Kansas City to Buffalo? How do I get there? Well, if you look right there, well, by God, you go right through Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. 14-hour drive. 14 hours and 43 minutes. Okay. That looks like it's pretty much in the half there. Lucas Oil Stadium? Kansas City to Indianapolis is 7 hours and 17 minutes. Indianapolis to Buffalo, 7 hours and 41 minutes. By God, that's pretty much halfway in between, Dan. 
that looks pretty neutral site to me. Lucas Oil. It's indoor. Indoors. Not being used. It's an AFC stadium. I mean, it, that. how could you not put your money on that being the spot for the game? That is very good. Uh, I, I, I don't get how you couldn't. Yeah, I mean, two two teams. It's right there. Historically good outdoor teams playing indoors, neutral site in a dome. Uh, I would, yes. I'd be, I'd be watching that all day long. You know, but so if there's a Vegas ad on where the game will be played, and I can see why the NFL is not mentioning a city yet, just so it doesn't confuse ticket buyers, doesn't get scammers out there going, "Hey, buy your tickets for this game here," you know. So I could see why they're doing that. I personally would just Kansas City gave them the one seat, let them have the home field. That you know. Yeah, that's that's your right as a one seed, or that's your yep. privileges. You've earned it, in other words. Now, the only other option besides Indy, if they still have the dome in St. Louis for football, it's a little closer to Kansas City then, so they'd kind of have some home field, but it's still neutral. But I'd I'd say just put it in Kansas City because they earned it. But And now you go, well, what about Cincinnati? It all had fallen down on what to do with how it worked. Since I think if Cincinnati would have won and Buffalo lost, it was going to be the same type of situation since they all 3-1. It wasn't a three-way tie for record. So there you go. That's my soapbox. I like soap it. It's fair enough. You know, and that we're not going to start the whole can of worms on why didn't they make up the game if that you didn't play it. It is what it is. Major League Baseball is many times where teams don't get all 162 in. Now they have it where if that would have mattered, they make up that game. The NFL could not add another week, let these two play a game, and push everything back a week. Yeah, there's no you're on time constraints. You you you're already yeah. backed into the Super Bowl. All those dates are are locked. So, okay. Yeah, these teams have locked up for playoffs cuz why should these two teams play one more week and have to go in the playoffs and everybody else gets to buy? So, I see that point too. Yeah. But again, that's another show for another day. Kansas City should get home field, they should not play neutral site. There I said it. That's what I got, Dan. That's all the football I could spit out for one day. Well, now what we have here, Andy, uh, we'll jump into the, uh, the the trivia answer, and we'll see if it spawns a little more uh, discussion here. But here, here's what we've got. The all question right. was this. The Vikings came in with a point differential of negative, uh, which is, once again, for the new listeners, the total number of points you've scored in the season is your points for – and your points against is all the points over the entire season that you've given up. For a team that's 13 and 4, statistically, you're going to be way, way up, way ahead. Obviously, you know, way more points scored than given up. But the Vikings, out of their 13 wins, two were by so called blowouts. The other 11 were all very close. And a couple losses were by blowouts. So we've ended the year at a negative, uh, which is fine. It's, once again, it happens. Pretty frequently in the NFL playoffs, where a team will sneak in there uh, with an eight and eight record, seven and nine record, nine and seven record. Right. Those teams that are close to five hundred will typically have a point differential negative. The Vikings 
have done it four previous times, made the playoffs with the point differential negative. But the that highest was a nine or seven season or something like that. But probably. the highest team, the Colts, got in one year with eleven wins, Andy, and had a negative point differential. Vikings have thirteen, so that's a new record, right? There are two okay. games more, even though we're playing one more game of the season. They won it by two. That's a new NFL record. Congratulations, Congratulations to the Vikings. Purple Pride. This ties back in, Andy, to your comment about the defensive coordinator. Uh, you can't yep, give yep. up this many points uh, and, and sticking around, keeping your job. So the question, though, was people get in, teams get into the postseason. But how many times have a team played another team where both teams in the postseason have a point differential of negative? Well, what do you I, think? I'm, I'm trying to think. Of, maybe it's happened one time where it's been like, there's been upsets in the first round, so it's like the six seed and the five seed playing each other in the you know further down the bracket. Um, so I'm gonna think it's happened before. And let's see, defenses are too good early on. God, I'm trying to think. The year the Raiders went with Hostetler. Jeff Hostetler, nice. Yes. Haas, the boss. Yes. So I'm gonna guess it was that. That team that year, the Raiders. So, what is the answer? So, the answer it's never happened before. Oh, never have teams have gotten into the postseason, but there's never been a matchup with both teams. And this time it's taking place with the Vikings. The Giants ended the year with a negative point differential, are playing the Vikings who have a negative point differential. Wow, two teams playing. And it's going to be an interesting thing for Vegas, and that's why they had a hard time, I think, coming up with this whole thing. That's why they picked by three. Both teams have given up more points than they've scored, and they're playing each other. Yeah, the Giants' point differential was a six-point difference. The Vikings was a three-point difference. Yeah. Yes. And so, so it's it's fairly common for teams to get in Yeah, differential as a negative. Now, now that's fine. Be that as it may. Uh, the, the thing that's strange is the Vikings with a 13-win season being negative. Yeah. Which is a record. That's a fact. And yeah. there's never been two teams playing head to head that come into the postseason, both with a negative point differential. The Giants and the Vikings, and they play each other. So there's your trivia question for the day, everyone. There's your answer. All we do is educate people. That's your Cliff Clavin statistic of the day. Yeah. Now sponsored by Cliff Clavin and his now, stamp motion. For the for the for the younger listeners as well, Andy, typically Wild card weekend is always two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Done deal. Very easy. Now we get the super. So there's two games on Saturday, which is normal. Yep. Afternoon and to, night. Yep. Now we go to full day Sunday, meaning 12, 3, 7, all day. So normal Sunday schedule. Yeah. Normal Sunday schedule. And then a Monday night game, which is never takes place in the postseason in the NFL. I don't think ever has there been a Monday night football game. I don't remember. I do not know. And maybe the COVID year when they kind of expanded everything, maybe. I don't there know. may have been then. Um, so we've never had Monday uh, officially. That's going to be part of the schedule now as well. And the reason they're able to use the Monday is tonight is the final college football TCU versus Georgia going on right now. Uh, when that game is over is the college football wraps up. Now, I did see about the scheduling. They don't, they don't, don't know who's playing Saturday, Sunday next week for sure. The only thing they did say for sure, the winner of the Tampa Dallas game will be, will be playing Sunday. 
since they have a Monday night game. Okay. So they'll, that winner will be playing Sunday for sure. The other teams, it's up in the air. And they'll they see who, who wins, who advances, and then the, the networks jump in there to see what games they want and who gets what, and then they'll lock those in uh, later. But it's always fun to watch the wild card. Now, and, and I'm pretty sure they have have every scenario, every possibility. They haven't figured out. They just haven't announced it yet. It's all the cash. For, yes, whatever is the biggest you know, market um, storyline. You don't want to confuse people with advanced ticket sales and stuff, so they're waiting. And, and once again, you know, we're going to seven teams in each division make the, the playoffs, or Denny Green called it the tournament, the Super Bowl tournament. The tournament. The tournament. The tournament. So, and what they did was they add that one extra team to go to seven, and instead of two teams getting a bye this first round weekend, uh, just one team gets a bye. So that's why yeah. uh, they're playing. They're doing it seven. So seven and seven is 14 out of 32 teams make it. The one thing I like, Andy, I'm not a big NFL playoff guy, but anything single elimination, I've said it before, it makes it yep. fun. I'm going to be tuning into the games, whether you're a big fan or not. Uh, loser goes yep. home. I love it. We are both not big NFL guys to start with. You can tell by watching the last 18 weeks of the our podcast, we don't talk about NFL. But to me, it, the NFL playoffs, as much as I hate to say this, are getting to be kind of like the Stanley Cup. You don't watch the regular season. You just wait for the playoffs. NHL Stanley Cup, I'll, I'm gonna, I watch those playoffs all the time. For some reason, the regular season bores me. That playoff format, I'm just I'm all in. I'll have it on in the background. I'm not going to watch all nine hours on Sunday, but it'll be on. I'll be checking the score. Uh, I'll be in tune. You know, the playoffs, yeah. this, is, this is fun. This is fun yep. stuff. This is, what it's all, this is what it's all about. This is why you play the game. This is why they play the game. So that's the trivia. Uh, it's a football episode today. The uh, next week at this time, you know, there's going to be only um, of the 14 teams uh, left. There's going to be, uh, let's see, we got six games. Is it six? How many teams be left? Eight teams left. That's we're going to be really down to the eight. Yeah. We're, we're down eight. To eight teams left, the elite eight. Uh, by next week at this time, there'll be a game going on for our show. But that's it. College ended up. The Bison had a good run. Jackrabbits took the title. First ever. First ever in any sport. Yeah. First ever for the school in any sport, a national yep. title for South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Congrats to them. And then Georgia looks like they're going to win. Uh, back-to-back titles, which is kind I, of I'd, I'd like to see Georgia in the NFL playoffs. I think they'd give them a good run. I think they could hold their own. Now, another stat in closing here. Do you know since the college football playoffs began, uh, yes, in yeah. fact, you do know because you posted this, but there's never yeah. been a team that won the title in the state of Texas. There's never been a team from Texas in it. Never been a team from Texas. No, I think Texas playoffs? was in it before it was the FCS tournament format. Okay. I think Vince Young and them were in there before it was this format. Okay. So they've never even qualified a team from right. Texas. So TCU yeah. is the first one to go. What that yeah. boy, that would have been a, a, a Vegas bet to win millions if you would have picked that. But even through four weeks of the season, they still weren't ranked in the top. Yeah, four weeks into the college football Division One season. I think the field of everybody who's not ranked, I want one of them in the championship game. AP Top 25 did not have TCU in it. And, and they were going in, in the tonight playing for, playing for a chance to go to Disneyland. Well, that'll be good stuff. Next week we'll have some more, um, I'm sure, off-season uh, hot stove baseball stuff coming up. 
and whatnot uh, and NFL postseason. But uh, college yep. football, we're all set. We'll be focusing a little more on college basketball, hockey going forward. Yep, yep. And hopefully we'll have some more uh, uh, Carlos Correa update. We'll see. All right, have a good week, everyone. All right, see ya.